Time to get your brackets ready. They won't be perfect. Just to let you know, if you're trying to go to ESPN and fill out the most perfect bracket ever so that way you could win like that a million dollar prize, you don't have it in you, okay? No one ever does. I don't think anyone has ever won. I don't. I, I, I remember a few years ago, by a few years ago now, I was in college, so almost close to a decade ago, where there was like one perfect bracket left in the Elite Eight. That's as close as I ever remember someone coming to winning that huge prize on ESPN.com for filling out their NCAA March Madness tournament bracket. I got done watching some college basketball today. Excited for the NCAA tournament to kick off. Uh, Real games start on Thursday. They'll be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I believe, this week. Um, You will have your playing games as well. I believe those are on Tuesday and Wednesday. Some people, when they do their office brackets, include those first four games. Some do, some don't. If you're playing for a lot of money, a lot of people will be like, well, it's part of the tournament. You got got to stay true to it, so you got to pick those games too. Um, Who cares? Who cares about those games? Although I did see an interesting matchup. I'm not really going to get into the details here. Uh, I did see one interesting matchup in the first four games, and I'm like, ooh, whoever wins that actually has a good chance of not only winning that first four game, but winning their next game as well. And Nora said it last year on the podcast, if you weren't listening to the podcast then, but Nora did say that this year she would pick her winners based on how hot the head coaches are. She does not realize that the tournament actually kicks off this week. She's going to have a lot of research to do for Wednesday's episode. Not only is she going to need a smut tail, but she's going to have to find the hot coaches that are involved in the March Madness tournament. It would be nice to skip work on Thursday and Friday. I know a lot of people like to do that. I'm a little nervous to try and get away with that. I work from home on Fridays. I was thinking of having an awesome setup for Friday, but I don't know how I could get away with it. My coworkers and I were trying to think of a way where we could go to the casino so we could bet on the games but still work. I don't think we would get enough good service to be able to hotspot our laptops and stay active all day. Mm. Might be worth trying. Or maybe I could do this. Knock out all my calls before the games even start. Take care of all my work early on in the morning. And then tell one of my coworkers that doesn't care to make sure that we're on a a meeting the rest of the day, like a Teams meeting or a Zoom meeting. So that way my computer never goes inactive. That might be the way to do it. I think that's going to be the way to do it. I'll have to find out the good details, see exactly what type of software my company has to monitor how productive we're being. But Anyway, today it's going to be a trip down memory lane, especially if you're a millennial There's a lot of things that you grew up with that are back in the huge spotlight of the whole world to see. Especially one of your favorite breakfast drinks, Sunny D. Look, 
I don't know how you feel about Sunny D. I absolutely hate Sunny D. But they came out with a Sunny D hard seltzer. It's a vodka seltzer. They're in stores already. I've seen them. There's no way that you could convince me to pick up a little six-pack or 12-pack, whatever they come in. I'm not doing it. I did not like Sunny D when I was a kid. It tasted nothing like orange juice. So many times I would hear people go like, oh yeah, and I'm going to bring orange juice. And then they bring Sunny D. That is not an alternative. If you tell me you're bringing orange juice, you better bring orange juice. Do you realize how big of a letdown it was if someone said they were bringing orange juice and they brought Sunny D? No thanks, I'll have water. I'm not drinking that shit. I feel like if you're a millennial, Sunny D is our version of Tang almost. I'm not, I've only had Tang once in my life. Didn't like that either. You can never, ever, even you put booze in it. I'm not a big drinker, but there's nothing that will make Sunny D good. I remember being in elementary school. I don't know if it was this way at your school, but whenever you had a canned soup drive or some sort of food drive around the holiday season, or maybe, I, what was the one that we did? Like the math there's some sort of math thing that went on. But whenever there was like a, a huge push to do something as a classroom, the principal would always say, and whatever class has the best report of being able to collect the most cans of soup or most cans of non-perishable food items or whatever the challenge was, you would win either donuts and orange juice in the morning or you would win pizza and soda. That would, that would be what was at stake if you're class one. Everybody in the school trying to gather around their classmates saying, hey, listen, we got to do this because we want that, that donut party with OJ or we want that pizza party. You're pulling for it. You're trying to win that thing because donuts in the morning sound great. Pizza in the afternoon sounds great. But I remember my elementary school principal she did this a couple of times, and I loved her. Mrs. Spila, that was my principal's name. But she said, all right, you guys, you're class one. I'm going to bring, what do you guys want? Donuts and orange juice or pizza and soda? What do you guys want? And my class decided to go with the donuts and orange juice. I was super excited for that Friday. She said, listen. I'm going to do it on Friday. Friday's a great day to do it. Now, as a kid, I'm like, okay, Friday was payday. That's why she was doing it. But she brought in donuts and orange juice. Not orange juice. She brought in the substitute. Not the substitute teacher. The substitute to orange juice which is Sunny D. Ugh. I was thankful for it. She tried. She brought the donuts. I was eating the donuts. Don't worry about that. The donuts that she brought, I was polishing off. 
I had chocolate all over my face. Do you remember how gross you used to look after eating a donut as a child? The chocolate all over your face. You look like you just got attacked by a Hershey bar. But that was just from you shoving a donut, having no self-control, not caring where all those pieces of that donut went. If it went in your mouth, if it went in your lap, if it went all over your face, you didn't care. You are eating that damn donut. And what's great to wash down a donut as a child? Most cases, milk, chocolate milk, orange juice, those are acceptable. Sunny D is not acceptable. Should have told her at the time, well, why don't you bring orange juice and vodka in class? And maybe make it a little bit better. Then we could have had the whole Sunny D seltzer a lot sooner in life. We could have had it back in 2000. We could have had it back in 1999. I wouldn't have drank it still. Even as an elementary age school kid, I would not have had that even if there was booze in it. Listen, I grew up in a Catholic church, you know, they gave out wine at communion. I know it's probably not the same thing, but it's like, that shit's gross. I'm not drinking that, even though I thought it would have been so cool to like drinking wine because you got to drink wine as a minor. There we go. Let's push drinking. There you go, kids. Drink that wine. Sunny D is a letdown. Orange juice is orange juice. Sunny D was never good. I hope that shit flops. Whoever thought that was a good idea, sitting down in a boardroom like, hey, seltzers are a hot thing right now. You have uh, tequila seltzers that are becoming popular. Every single company has their own seltzer now. We got we to gotta come up with something here at Sunny D. I'm sure they're owned by some big corporation. That's what they came up with. We're, we're going to target those kids that grew up on Sunny D. Those kids that got donuts and orange juice parties that were promised that. Those kids are grown up and now have disposable income now. We're going to target those kids. I'm sure it'll be straight nostalgia for them. Millennials love nostalgia. And you know, I'm convinced right now that it's it's not millennials that are huge on nostalgia. I think any generation loves their shit. And I think they love it to the next level. They fight for what they believe in. What they grew up with was the absolute best. But the millennial generation is the one that could be super vocal about it because they're the only ones that are grown up and went through a whole bunch of life that now know how to use the internet. Boomers try to do it. Older generations try to do it and they fail on social media because they shared an article from like six years ago as they're trying to make their post and it's all cryptic and there's certain links and nothing is right. Like what the hell are they doing? We're the only ones that know how to take advantage and make sure everyone knows that our stuff was the best. Our TV shows, our food, um, what else? Style. I wouldn't say our style was the best. It was a weird time. Really weird time. But, you know, that that's the thing. 90s, early 2000s, totally coming back. 
when I told you this was going to be a nostalgic episode of the Luke Kelly show, do you remember being at lunch, getting your bag open, and seeing a fruit roll up in there? That was you hitting the jackpot. If you ever had gushers, fruit roll up, fruit by the foot, I'm trying to think of all the the horrible foods for you that were great lunchtime snacks. Those were the ones that always stood out to me. My mom would never buy those. I always asked if she would buy those. I would get super jealous when I saw a kid on the other end of the lunch table get one of those in their lunch. Be like, whoa, you got that? What do you want for this? Most of the time, I didn't have the ammo to be able to trade for that. That was that was high-quality stuff. You can't just offer a sandwich for a fruit roll-up. You have to... You have to offer everything. Pretty much your whole lunch you would have to sacrifice for one fruit roll-up. But on a super special occasion, when I'm talking those fruit roll-ups or fruit by the foots or crushers were on sale, my mom would buy it. They wouldn't last long in the house. I I honestly don't even think they would make it to the lunches for the rest of the week because we would eat them after dinner. But fruit roll-ups are hot right now. I haven't had a fruit roll-up in a very long time. To be honest with you, I kind of forgot what they taste like. I guarantee, though, once I put one in my mouth, I will go back to fifth grade sitting at a lunch table eating one of those things. It would take me back. It would make me fall in love with them all over again. But right now, fruit roll-ups are hot on TikTok. People are taking fruit roll-ups, unraveling them, putting ice cream in it, then folding it up, waiting a little second, and then biting it and eating it like a fruit roll-up ice cream sandwich. Mind is absolutely blown. And I want you to hear how crunchy this sounds. There's a lady that I found on TikTok. She's like a a foodie person. She's always taste testing viral trends and stuff. And this was her when she was eating it. Strawberry ice cream. Did you guys used to um, wrap fruit roll-ups around your finger, like your finger and just suck on it? Gross when I think about it now. Okay, let's do this. Let's wait a tick. Oh, it's already becoming crunchy. That's crazy how hard it gets. Did you hear that crunch? I kind of deep-throated it on accident. Yeah, you did. Yum. Did you hear the crunch in there? Did you hear how crunchy that gets? That is the crunch. Listen, I might have to go to the grocery store and get some fruit roll-ups and ice cream to try this. It almost instantly becomes hard. Like, she put the ice cream. You're going to have to find this video, or you're going to have to find this trend on TikTok. As soon as they put the the ice cream in the fruit roll-up, it's basically hard. I need a scientist to tell me why that is. Why does it react that way? But it sounds... 
Sounds crunchy. Sounds great. I don't know if I could get over that combination, but I'd be willing to try it. I don't know if you heard her when she was saying, did you used to get the fruit roll-ups to wrap it around your finger and suck on it? No, that sounds fucking disgusting. Just think about how wrinkly your finger would be. That does not sound good. You know what I used to do with those fruit roll-ups? I used to put it in a ball and throw it in my mouth. That's what I used to do. I used to put it in my cheek. I was a baseball player, right? You always saw the baseball players with the big cheeks. I always thought it was sunflower seeds. Never thought it was actually chewing tobacco. Um, so that's what I did. And then I would try and chew that fruit roll-up all balled up in my mouth. And you would just hear a... For like five minutes because it was so hard to chew through a big old ball of fruit roll-up. Haven't had one. Oh, man. These people, I think, just peer pressured me into going to the grocery store to go go get some fruit roll-ups and some ice cream. But I think I was a bigger Fruit by the Foot fan. It just sounded cooler. You got a whole foot of fruit. I don't think there's any sort of fruit inside a fruit roll-up or a Fruit by the Foot. But the best part about a Fruit by the Foot was, you know, you would do like the whole uh, race with your friends, right? When you had a couple of kids at the lunch table that had those fruit by the foots, you would race eating those things. And I think that became a TikTok trend for a little while as well, where people were doing races with fruit by the foots. Telling you, anything that came out food-wise as a little kid, I remember it. It is so ingrained in my brain where I haven't had it in forever. But if I go back and kind of block out some some headspace for a little bit and I just sit there and I think long enough, I could I could taste that. As I was just having that conversation with you about the fruit roll-up and I said I forgot what it tasted like, the more and more that I was talking about it, the more that taste started to come back to me. It sounds weird. But that's what happened. And now my mouth is starting to water. Those those were great snacks as a kid. Do you know what else was? If you're a millennial, you definitely know about the colored ketchups. Do you remember those? Green Purple, I remember those were the two big ones. Oh, man, did you see the green ketchup? Did you see the purple ketchup? And for some reason, the green ketchup did taste a little different. Don't know what it was, but it did taste a little different. The purple ketchup tasted a little slightly different than regular ketchup and tasted slightly different than the green ketchup. That was another thing that my mom would not buy unless it was on sale. She thought it was dumb. She could go ahead and go get, we never, I hear people talk about, oh, we're a Heinz family. I'm like, you got Heinz? You got Heinz ketchup as a kid? I got the Jewel Osco brand. 
And hell, sometimes it was the the Save-A-Lot version of the store brand of ketchup. But I remember when my mom, I convinced my mom because I saw, and she was proud of me for doing this, I saw a coupon in the newspaper for that colored ketchup. I think it was only like a dollar something, like a dollar and change with this coupon for the colored ketchup. She was like, okay, since you found it, you know, and you found the coupon, we'll go to the store and we'll go shopping and you could get it today. Yes. This is the day. And I'm pretty sure I requested to have fries at dinner. We never really had fries ever. I went to some friends' houses that would have fries for dinner. The, the, the parents would throw out the baking sheet and put a whole bunch of fries on there, pop them into the oven. That was one of the times that we actually had fries for dinner. It was usually a vegetable, like a corn, green bean, mostly green beans, canned green beans. Ugh. Did not like that. But... Back to the whole story of the colored ketchups. I don't remember what the main dish was, but I do recall. I think it was Sloppy Joe's. I think it was Sloppy Joe's and French fries that night. And man, I was never happier. Never happier. The ketchup was weird. Didn't taste the same. But it was just so different. I could see the bottle right in front of me. I can't think of the brand name of it, but it would be like purple and there'd be a swirl all over it. And then the green one, it was the same company that made it. It would be green and then there was like a green swirl. I'm going to have to look this up right now. Uh, green ketchup. Wonder if they still even make this stuff. Probably not. Oh, it was made by Heinz. So that was the one time we ever got Heinz ketchup. Heinz Easy Squirt, funky purple. I can't even, I can't see what uh, the green one was called here. Blast in green. It was made by Heinz. Interesting. Never would have guessed that. Hmm. With St. Patrick's Day coming up this Friday, maybe you could go to the grocery store and find the green ketchup if they still have it. I doubt they still have green ketchup. Well, hold on. Looks like Great Value and Nickelodeon teamed up to make Nickelodeon slime sauce. Which, it wasn't ketchup, I guess. I don't know if this is still a thing, but it says made with Great Value ketchup. What Nickelodeon needs to do if they want to get in the food game they need to find the recipe for Ed's Secret Sauce from Good Burger and sell that shit. I would buy it. You put it on the shelves tomorrow, I'll be at the grocery stores buying that. You see people fight over TVs on Black Friday? Not me. I'm not interested in fighting on a, a TV that's three years old on Black Friday because it's $100. You put Ed's Secret Sauce in a grocery store, 
I'm fighting every other millennial that's in line for that thing. Because you know there's going to be a line full of millennials trying to get Ed's secret sauce. I, I need to write. I don't know if Nickelodeon ever tried to team up with someone to create Ed's secret sauce, but they should have. Feel like it's a great opportunity to team up with Burger King or another fast food restaurant if I'm Burger King. I'm pitching that idea because they always need ways to get people into their restaurants. I'm a big Burger King fan. But everyone else hates it. Every single time I say, oh, yeah, I like Burger King. Like, oh, you're gross. Why do you like Burger King? You know what? Just to make this whole millennial nostalgia episode about food, basically, I think the reason why I got so addicted on Burger King as a kid, because when Men in, uh, when Wild Wild West was coming out, it was a movie with Will Smith, and you're probably singing the straight to the wild, wild west. That was a banger back in the day. But they had these sunglasses that you could get at Burger King that were from the Wild Wild West movie. And there was two different sunglasses that you could get. And not all locations had the same. It was pretty epic. I had both pairs. Maybe that's what got me addicted to Burger King and loving the Whopper so much. The Wild Wild West sunglasses. Gosh. We used to love some sort of freebie from a fast food restaurant back in the day. Because you had McDonald's with the Beanie Babies. The summer of the Beanie Babies, that's what I called it. Because it seemed like it came out in the summer. I remember spending a whole summer driving around the suburbs of Chicago, going to different McDonald's, trying to get different Beanie Babies for my grandmother. We would go to a yard sale, and then we would go to McDonald's for lunch afterwards, just hoping and crossing our fingers that we got a different Beanie Baby. And at that point, I was really hoping that we would get something different so that way we didn't have to keep going to McDonald's restaurants because as a kid, I just got tired of it. McDonald's. I've, I've never been a huge McDonald's guy. McDonald's breakfast guy, that's where I'm at. That's where you'll find me. Breakfast time after that, meh. No, thank you. Burger stink. They're not very good. Wendy's I has a good fast food food burger. Burger King best fast food burger with the Whopper. Has to be the Whopper though. All right. Well, thank you for getting all fat with me on this millennial food edition of the Luke Kelly show. Like I said, Wednesday, Nora Nora will be here for a Smut Tail Wednesday. We'll also have her champion for the hottest coach. Well, I shouldn't say that. We we I need to strategize with Nora. We at least got to talk about it with Nora on Wednesday. And maybe I'll give her a little time since the brackets just came out and she probably won't fill one out until the first game on Tuesday or Thursday when her coworkers say, hey, do you want to do this for five bucks? She'll say, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for showing up today. I'll talk to you on Wednesday here on the Luke Kelly Show.